You're listening to the News Fuse. Stay in the loop with the most important headlines of the week. Brought to you by Freedomist. Well, it's official. The Democrats have confirmed that the only way Trump can win the presidential elections in November is through fraud. Likewise, Republicans are convinced that a win for Biden is only possible if there is dishonesty. Also this week, a few brief updates of the social justice issues in our country. This includes the news that Costco has pulled palmetto cheese from their shelves after Brian Henry, the founder of the cheese company, posted a Facebook post asking why citizens are allowing the, quote, terror organizations, unquote, of Black Lives Matter and Antifa to lawlessly destroy our great American cities. Seattle is paying $150 to activist Andrew Taylor, a former pimp who was found guilty in the year 2000 of seven prostitution-related counts and also for transporting an underage prostitute across state lines. Taylor's new job is to be the street czar for the city, providing, quote, expertise and support services in de-escalation, community engagement, and alternatives to policing, unquote. And Jake Gardner, a white man who shot a man of color into self-defense earlier this year, has committed suicide after being on the receiving end of hatred from the Black Lives Matter movement. Trump said he will use executive action to create a new 1776 commission to honor the 250th anniversary of the United States and encourage patriotism in our education system. The 1776 Commission is also a response to the 1619 Project curriculum that teaches U.S. history with a focus on Americans of color, saying that the birth of this nation was actually 1619 when the first African slaves arrived. According to the Founding Fathers, education is key to the success of a republic, but in a desire to limit government control, they made each state and local school boards in charge. The Department of Education was created in 1867 and the federal government started funding education throughout the country. When someone pays for something though, they are usually rewarded with control. And so, in the 1960s, the federal government issued its first educational policy. While the government has gained more and more control over what is being taught, local school boards remain and often make decisions that impact the community in more ways than education. Teen Talk, the new curriculum used in the Santa Barbara Unified School District of California, caused 80 community members to get involved in their local politics, speaking out against the inappropriate sex education that encourages kids ages 12 to 14 to get contraceptives and abortions without their parents' permission. A voice that spent most of her life pushing for abortion and social justice issues supporting women is that of Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, also known as RBG, the longest serving woman on the U.S. Supreme Court. At the age of 87, Justice Ginsburg passed away this week. She said she would like to be remembered as, quote, someone who used whatever talent she had to do her work to the very best of her ability, unquote. Ginsburg was nominated to the Supreme Court in 1993 by President Clinton. She fought for many leftist ideals, yet honored her country and realized the importance of patriotism. In fact, when Colin Kaepernick started kneeling during the anthem a couple years ago, she called the stunt, quote, dumb and disrespectful, unquote. She continued saying that it showed arrogance and stupidity, but agreed that in the United States, you have the freedom to do that. Her death leaves a vacancy on the Supreme Court at a very vulnerable time, 
So let the game of strategy commence. The conservatives looking to get the position filled before the elections, the left searching for ideas to hinder the process, and both sides making statements, no matter what their previous convictions were, in order to fit their current agenda. Friends, family, and everyone else stepped up to the plate, bringing unity and true American spirit to a farming community in North Dakota. Lane Unhem's combine had caught fire, and in trying to put it out, Lane suffered a heart attack. Within two hours of him being airlifted to the hospital, a group of farmers started gathering and eventually, 60 people, 11 combines, six grain carts, and 15 semis joined together to finish the harvest. While farmers in the United States feed the world, it is getting more and more difficult for small farms to thrive. It's a stressful job and unfortunately, according to the CDC, farmers and ranchers commit suicide at nearly three times the national rate. The amount of stress caused by regulations Weather changes, market trades, and the economy can make or break a family-run business and years of experience in just a day. The success of a farmer depends largely on the ability to predict what to expect and keeping up with the changes. Bringing broadband to the rural communities of America has been a top priority for many legislatures for this very reason. Economic analysts and the American Farm Bureau Federation have been talking about this a lot and a new USDA rule provides for up to 10% of rural development loans to be used for the expansion of broadband. As this week comes to a close, let's take a look at our own communities, our school boards, our neighbors, our local politicians, but even closer, our families. Sometimes it's easy to focus on news happening around the world, but in the distractions, we miss the important events or needs right in front of us. Thanks for listening to this episode of The News Views. For more great content, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Or visit us online at freedomist.us. That's freedom, I-S-T-S, dot U-S. Until next time, stop yelling and start thinking. <laughs>